Good evening, everybody. Welcome Good to evening. the uh, Policy and Process Committee, 25th of February um, meeting, uh, meeting four. Um, uh, we haven't had any apologies, but we have got two absences uh, without apology. That's Councillor Oldham and Councillor Wordsworth. So, uh, declarations of interest. I have none, Chair. Not for me that I'm aware of. Not for me. Not. So, uh, minutes of the meeting three of the 22nd of October. Yeah. I move, Chair, that we accept them as a true record. Seconded. <laughs> and it's mine to say because I wrote them. <laughs> I was just getting minutes up there. Sign each of those pages. I don't know whether you usually initial the front, sign the back, whatever is your normal process. Again, initial the first and then sign and the sign back. Sign the last. Yes, please. You don't mind me saying, Carl? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we've no members of the public present, so we can go straight on to agenda item 69. It's uh, minutes of the staffing subcommittee. Yes. Um, I think we just we, we don't agree with them. I think we're just okay. noting them because no. we're not the staffing subcommittee. Okay. Right. Okay. Sorry. So, yeah. um, agenda item seventy website. Do we have a community committee? I do. I have two reports. One from December to January. No. One from October to November and one from December to January. Um, I'll ask the list to put these up on the website so you can look at them. Yeah. But basically, in October to November, Facebook referrals went right up again in comparison with the previous no month. And it's look, looking as though the Christmas festival contributed to that, yeah. the number of people yeah. looking at that. Um, also, there were 20 new, 20 new followers on Twitter during that period. December to January, uh, dropped off slightly, but still very high. Um, and the top pages there that people were looking at was Frotchen Christmas Tree, uh, Meetings Notes, and Mayor's Christmas Message. Thank you for that. Right, um, the big one then, Agenda Item 71, Finance Management. So we've got quite a heavy, a heavy report there. So you can see where, where you're up to to date and what the balance is remaining on the uh, budget for the year. Uh, and then I've noted what's come in under other heading. Uh, so not, not a lot, lot come in. Right. But a fair amount has been count. Then you go down to the bank reconciliation, and um, I noted you didn't have the bank statements in that pack. So if we can just give you each a bank statement, then we can check for that reconciliation that they're out. So there are three bank statements. Oops. 
So, uh, just looking down to bank accounts, that's what you're looking to consolidate here. And you have the CCE LA, which is the investment fund, yeah. which is showing a value of no, £225,207. Yeah. The Bank of Scotland account is no longer in operation. You have a cooperative instant access account which has a bank balance there, £25,084.55. Yes. And then the Co-op Direct Plus account, which is £82,076.14. Yes. So they all balance again. <coughs> that's the function. Moving on from there, you have a breakdown <coughs> of uh, what was received in January. Uh, total amount of 1,811. On the front sheet, you have that column which says other. Yeah. Um, and that it, that just explains to you what was actually in that other. So again, it comes to the parish council payment from um, annual rent from the community centre. <coughs> um, and the dividend from CCLA was £142.20. Mm. Oh, that's nice, it? Good to be getting something. <laughs> uh, just one thing, Chair, I'd just like to congratulate uh, Joe on getting, uh, getting the job. And uh, I've gone through these, as you know. Um, I'm a bugger for them. And can I say that uh, they're perfect and well done. And if we keep to this, then um, it'll make our council's jobs quite easy. Yeah, I'll second that. That's Thank you. I'd like that minuted. <laughs> Can I have that minuted, please? Yeah. What did I say? So you're proposing that. Could I have a seconder for the account? Yes. I'll second that. Thank you. Okay, so now I need a signature on each of the 13 pages. Or <laughs> initial, and that's um, uh. Well, the interim internal audit was carried out on the 18th of February. Uh, John Henry came in from JDH Business Services to do it. Um, he arrived at 11 and left at 3, so he spent four hours doing a very thorough audit. Not yet received the um, report, the official report, but it was recommended that the council consider adopting the model financial regulations issued by a national association. 
with adaptions that I spoke to with um, Judith to demonstrate that this council will act slightly differently to the, to the standard in that you require three signatures for everything instead of two. So that's, that's actually an extra bonus, really, in getting those three signatures. Um, the model also accounts for making backs payments and internet banking, which your old standards didn't. So yeah. again, it puts a check in place then. Again, invoices that are going to be paid by backs are paid or signed off by three councillors and all the paperwork carries on as it is. The model also asks that a councillor outside of a meeting and not the chairman checks the bank reconciliation against the bank statements on a quarterly basis. Again, just an extra check because it's done at meetings and then yeah. it's, it's another check. Yeah. And it is not onerous. No. Um, at the moment, Frodsham also have financial regs that require that more than one quote has to be sought for every item between naught and £250. And that's not happening at the moment. And, and you wouldn't expect it to, to be fair, because if, if you followed those regs, you'd be looking to get three quotes every time you wanted to buy some paper. Yeah. So it, it sort of ties that up. Right. Frodsham Town Council aren't currently complying, complying with GDPR. But um, I put those policies in place in Kingsmead, so once I get a chance to work on them, I'll shoot those around to everybody. Um, one of the things that's, go that's happening at the moment is that confidential files are not being stored in a fireproof, lockable storage facility, safe. Um, I'm currently in the process of getting prices for those lockable storage. The issue that I've got is because there's no lift access. I've got that. Thank you. Pause the meeting. Thank you. Do you want to Okay. Um, right, we're back in business again now, just to note that Councillor Alton has arrived. Uh, right, the problem that we've got with this filing cabinet is getting it upstairs. The lift will go part way, but then you've still got the extra half landing to go up. They're very heavy. The smallest cabinet weighs 40 stone. So delivery people will not take them up those extra flights of stairs. The biggest cabinet is, which still isn't big enough for our needs, is 87 stone. So you can see there's no way yeah. they can get those up there. So you would, and it does need to happen, so you would need to think, could the big go downstairs somewhere? So they don't have to be taken upstairs because they won't deliver upstairs. Any of the companies. I don't think the one that, the one that we bought for Kingsley Parish Council is anything like that no. weight because no. two men could lift it quite easily. Right. Because we're looking for 4.2 metres of shelving to accommodate everything that we've got. Mm. Mm. So whether whether I'll, I'll obviously I'll look somewhere else. We have had some. Other, there are other firms that deal with them. It's just a matter of if nobody will deliver the weight up those extra stairs, yeah. what, what are we going to do with that? Sorry, is there any way, Chair, then, that you and the clerk can work together on a principle like the Kingsley Parish Council? Yeah, we'll, we'll explore a bit more. Yeah, I'd like to propose that and then. Yeah. Um, because we could go back and forward all night. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we had talked about it. We right. had, I'd suggested that two, right. two smaller cupboards is going to be Fine. more flexible than a big one. But yeah. 
So, uh, so but what, you, it's the portion principle that we yes. move to fireproof storage. Yes. I mean, the alternative is that they actually go down. No, it's, it's a must, and it's been pointed out to us that we must uh, carry and it out. The other thing is about taking it out of the building. The uh, access is required to cemetery records all the time when relatives are ringing in about plots and various things. Yes. So we do need to be able to pull those out yes. quickly. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so... We will work together on that. Yeah, as far as the regulations go, the yeah. financial regulations... Yes. Yeah, that on 74. Yeah, sorry. But seven, don't miss 73, is it? Anything on that? Oh, sorry, GDPR, yeah. Um, I think that's only what I've just said. OK, so GDPR, Hazel did do quite a lot of work on that, but I, just, I don't know where she left it. So if you've got work that you can look at, then you know, go with what, what you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, the financial, new financial regulations. Yeah. So you missed most of what Joe was saying, but the author yes, suggested that we bring them yeah, into yeah. line with the the NALC model one. Uh, I'm just concerned that we, where you've mentioned committees in here, mm -hmm. every, if you need to look at the terms of reference for every committee because there are limits set in there what the committee yes. can spend. Yes, and that would go, because what I've got in the front so of As long as there's no conflict between no. what the model rates say and the terms of reference. No, there, there isn't, oh. I believe. Yeah, oh, well, that, that's yeah. good then. But we might want to revisit those when we agree terms of reference in May. For yes, yes. Yeah. One of the things uh, I, I wanted to, to do last year, and I don't know whether we've ever got was have a, a standard sort of model terms of reference for all the committees and then just tweak it um, to make it relevant to each committee. Yeah. So we're happy with the yes. revised. Yes, and move that we accept them. recommending that we buy some proper council accounting software to save all the duplication and you know it's quite onerous the system the manual system that we've got in place so do you want to talk about the software yes i'll just talk yes. briefly through this there, there are two main systems that are available that are purpose-built for parish council one is um called a, a package called scribe the other one yeah. is rbs which are the most popular Nothing to do with Royal Bank of Scotland. No, nothing to do with Royal Bank of Business Solutions. Um, the Omega Realtus is the one that's most commonly used by large councils, which Fortune Town Council is one of. I'm not aware of any larger councils using Scribe, although some smaller parish councils do. Um, the current system, or the system that Scribe are going to in April, is a web-based system. 
which although they say does not carry any risk of viral attack, it doesn't sit locally within the office, it sits up on the Everything's house. Everything's on the cloud. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that is just something that personally, everything that we do in the office is backed up to the cloud anyway, mm -hmm. but I'd rather have the hardware on the office machines rather than sat up there somewhere where I can't access it. There is obviously a cost involved. The RBS Alpha in the first year will cost you £1,599. How much? £1,599. Yes, that's the first year. That's the first year. It includes somebody coming out here, setting up the system, training me how to use the system. Yes. It is slightly different to the Alpha I'm used to because it's, like I said, it's intended for much larger councils. Year on costs following that are £255. And you are tied in after the first year it's a three-year contract. It rolls on unless we give six months' notice that you don't want it to. Six months? Yeah. Can I ask if it's transferable if we do go to other premises? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Can, can, so it's £765 for the three years? No. No. No, year one is £1,599. And then two of the £255. Yeah. 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 So that would give us a total over three years of... I've done it over a five-year period. Right. Uh, to compare the two systems together in terms of cost. <coughs> Scribe is cheaper in your first year. It's £584. Mm. Uh, but then it's £584 every year thereafter. Right. So over a five-year period, the Amiga package works out at 2619 And the Scribe works out at 2920 there's also another issue with Scribe in that if you need somebody to come out to offer support, they charge £499 a day rate to come and provide that. Mm -hmm. RBS Amiga don't. It's done over the phone and they automatically, if you have an issue, they, they take over your screen. I don't quite know how it works. Like PC Anywhere. Yeah, yeah like, <coughs> like PT do. Yeah. Um, and they work it out with you while talking to you on the phone, just what's gone wrong and why. And there's no charge for that. Um, it cuts down on, like uh, Judith said, on an awful lot of paperwork, but it also produces some really good reports. So I've just, just printed these out. These are for Kingsmead, but this gives you an example. They're not confidential uh, because they're not on our website. I'm not sure what they are. Don't they go on our website anyway. Me and Frank will share you. Uh, yeah, no problem. Um, I mean, I'm just really yeah, looking at the. I think the thing to bear in mind as well, over five years, you're going to be saving the £10,000 you'd have paid to the bookkeeper. Right, that was going to be my next question, is what what do we normally pay the bookkeeper? £10,000? £2,000 a year. Right, yeah. yeah. So that gives a significant saving, whichever system we go with, doesn't it? Do, it and and just, just confirming that the actual time is absorbed in with your yeah. job. Yeah, yeah so Which we know that... <coughs> Sorry. No, go on. Uh, which one? Which one suits you? I would. I would rather you went with the RBS. I think it's a better system. It gives you better reports, and you don't. You won't be getting thirteen pages of information. It's all really oh. cut down a lot. But right. just showing you, this is what it ends up with at the end of the year. You'll see there's nothing in the first column because uh, Kingsmead have only had it the year, so there's nothing mm -hmm. to compare it with as yet. But as, as well, it's, um, it automatically works out your back. It does. It's, 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 a, it's a 
huge time saving. Mm. At the moment, you're, well, you are going to be paying me just over £18 an hour. Yeah. To pay me £18 an hour to input figures, to, to my mind, no. is not a good use of council money. No. This simplifies everything, cuts down the amount of time. And well, frees I, think, up time. Uh, I think, Chairman, there's nothing said. It's daylight to me that's not used to it, but uh, on the money side, it's a great saving and therefore I make a proposal to this committee that um, we go, we go yeah, along with and, it. Yeah, and I think, you know, going with the system that you're familiar with, that means that we've no sort of running time yes. and that you're almost up and running out. So I'd like to second Frank's proposal on that. So that's a recommendation to full council. Yeah. And it wouldn't come into operation until the next financial year in April. Yeah. Right. So I'm moving on now to agenda item 76, which is the cooperative bank. We've um, had a bit of a fun <laughs> with, haven't we? We have had some fun. Um, in, in the process of getting me added as a signatory to the bank account so that I can make the uh, BRAX payments going forward. Um, they wouldn't talk to me initially because obviously they don't know who I am. So Judith needed to come in with a code, a PIN number to, to be able to give authority yes. to speak to me. Um, so we've worked out, it's not as, as <coughs> complicated as we thought it was. We only need three signatories, doesn't need everybody to sign again to, to add me on. When we come to, if we come to change signatures in May, then we will require more signatures. But yeah. just now, just need three. So Judith has already signed. Could you two also yes. sign? Yeah. If you sign in the box, I'll fill in the top details after. Yeah, are you? And you need a black pen. Yeah, uh, do you, no, you two, yeah, you two do. Do because, um, two yeah. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Well, the, the bank probably. Offshore account, but some... some Somebody mind. Yeah. So that's just to, just to note, so I'll make a note of that. Today's date is the 25th. 25th. It could come out of this committee arena. Yeah? Um, uh, you think you're talking about the software package? Yeah. Um, terms of they are here somewhere. Sorry, I was looking against uh, the 
Is that your pen, Frank? Or did no, it's the clouds. Thank you. So where were you looking? I was looking on the right here. because there was nothing there, is that because the committee has the authority to spend? Yes. Oh no, because where yeah. we have it's got 100%. 100%, isn't it? Yes, I don't know whether you're right. It's, um... can we, we can do this by executive power, couldn't we? Nothing to stop us. Nothing to stop okay. us. Just yeah. like any... Yeah. Anything, yes. So, which is where you write out to us all and say that we intend to yeah. buy this accounting package and they've got so many days to... That's right. Oh, yes, it. I've seen that. Yes. 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 Right, and then we can go ahead with that if nobody objects yes. who's yeah. on the committee. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Timetable to everybody, Joe. I haven't. I've not received it. I thought you'd circulated it by email. Yes. Well, Councillor Neil's got one. Oh. Councillor Neil's got one. I, I may have missed it, but I don't think yes. I've. I don't think he's I've he's definitely got one, Councillor Neil. Right. He showed it me, and I bet it's. Well, whether it's it. just in the meeting papers for the <coughs> meeting. Well, no, because you wouldn't have sent yeah. those no, to everyone, would you? No, they'll just be set on the website. Is it on the website under elections? I know I've, I've got it. You've got it? Yes, I have indeed. Wednesday. And I know Councillor Neil has. When did you send it, Joe? Well, you sent it to me on the 20th, but whether you sent it. Uh, right. Did you do it as a blind one? No, I think I only sent it to you. Well, and you will have had a printed copy yeah, because. Councillor Neil has got it. Right. Definitely. He might have picked it up from the... He might have picked it up from the um, website. Yeah, the only thing I had uh, on the 20th was about this meeting. Right, I'll, I'll recirculate, do, 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 just I in case. I have got it as well. Yeah, no, I, I didn't get it. I think rather than an email, it's gone on, on, under, on the website, under the meeting, where Liz puts on the extra information. Anyway, just to double check, I'll I'll circulate to all. Yeah. You send no, it out it, from your private yeah. email account to me. Right, and then yes, um, Liz has put it on the website. Right. Under, but only under this meeting. Yeah. So that's why only okay. people who've looked under this meeting. I'll take it back. Yes. You found it. Oh, well. <laughs> oh right. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you get? Um, the twenty-first. It's a uh, under additional papers for PMP meeting. Oh, right. It's an attachment. 
Right, it will now. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, code of conduct training. Cheshire West and Chester Chalker running a course on the 14th of March. Um, but it seemed to me slightly odd that they're running a code of conduct on the 14th of March when councillors may not be councillors yeah. two months exactly. later. But anyway, it's there. I don't think I need to go on it. No. no, no. I, could, I couldn't make that anyway. Well, so, we, we have had training here on yeah. those kind of issues. That we've we've, yeah, where well, the guy came and they uh, quoted yeah. examples, didn't they, from other yeah. uh, councils. And I've tested them all. Do you know what it means? Um, <laughs> so, no, I th because have you so well we, everybody will have seen that um, yes, child bulletin. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, so I, I will I can send an, a, an email around to everybody to say yeah. there is a training. I, I think it would be reasonable to say if anybody does want to go on do the training mm -hmm. that it's incumbent upon to declare whether that you know that they are going to stand again. Yes. We don't want to pay out for training if they're then not going to stand no. for the council. No. Really we could do it with all later in the summer. Mm -hmm. the councils. And all the councils. Yeah. Well, they, settled in. in the timetable they have got um, you know that those kind of <coughs> good council training that kind of thing later in their, their training program. So Right, so have you got any yes, other uh, items? Yeah. From the 1st of April, all the salary scales and rates of pay are changing following agreement with the Joint Council for Local Government Services. Scale 13, <coughs> in uh, the case here is the uh, admin officer, will become new scale 4. Uh, what the association have done is remove some of the lower levels of salary scales and amalgamate scales together and then rejig re the whole numbering of them. Um, so, yes. This is mainly to cater for the um, new minimum new yes. national wage. Yeah. National wage, yes. Yeah. Um, so, yes, scale 13 will become the new scale 4, and then scale 7, which is uh, grounds manager. Estate manager, yeah. Grade seven will become the new scale one. Right. And there will be some changes in salaries following that agreement. Yeah. I think Hazel had taken that into account when she did the budget for next year. She yeah. didn't right. Right. Pay yeah. rises. That's right. Um, so the the thirteen that becomes board is that for our reception staff? No, your reception staff are not on any of these scales, they're on national minimum wage. Right. Which so I'll, I'll cover in a minute when we go through oh, the okay. reception. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Noted. <laughs> it's uh, uh, agreed anyway that you ought to, we automatically do the cost of living rises. Yes, yes. Okay. No, we can't get out of it. We can't save a penny out of it. That's it. So Sorry, that's it for me. And you'll just liaise with um, yeah, we'll, we'll our payroll providers. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be expecting it anyway, won't they? Yes, I've had a, a, an email from the payroll provider. Diane Malley? Yeah. 
to say that I need to inform her by the 15th of this month what the new salary scales will be. Um, she will automatically move everybody from whatever the old minimum wage was to, well, I'll tell you in a minute, yeah. to yeah. the new minimum wage. Yeah. Uh, because she has to do that by law. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so that, that is it for me. So, okay, so the next meeting is on Monday the 15th of April. Yeah. Uh, we'll be at 7 o'clock. So we now move into part B to discuss Castle Park perceptions.